hi hi i don't know why i insist on singing yet we know very well that i can't sing but somehow guys let me be honest with you if i could sing if i could sing i swear it would be over for everyone i would be singing this podcast this would be a musical podcast wait is that a thing that should be a thing look at me being an asset giving you ideas and the podcast has not even started hi guys Hi guys, welcome to, why do I always say welcome? I wonder where I picked up my ideas of how podcasts should go. Anyway, welcome to episode two of season two of Calling All Quiz, the podcast. I don't know why I just did that, but um, let's just roll with it. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are new here, you have a whole season one of eight episodes to listen to. You have a whole episode one of season two to listen to where we talked about pride. But after now, you can listen to this episode until the end and then you can go back and catch up. Uh, and then you can stick around. We have good times. Sometimes I'm funny. Sometimes I say something smart ever so often. <laughs> generally uh basically good times guaranteed so in this episode i wanted to talk about what i wish i knew about coming out before i came out Uh let's get into it i think the first thing i wish i knew about coming out is that it never goes the way you plan so if you're if you don't have your pepper history with you, <laughs> let me let me take you a little bit back. Um, I dated guys for the most part of my twenty five years of being alive. Shit, I'm twenty five. I swear I always forget how old I am, and then I'll say it, and then it'll be like, oh yeah, shit, I'm twenty five. Anyway, um, yeah. So for the most part of my being twenty five, I dated guys, and I mean it was okay. <laughs> I I remember having dreams about women from a very young age, like from an extremely young age. And like, I think, I don't think I've ever shared this with anyone. And I'm not sure I want to share it. But I think I remember humping my pillow and I was thinking of a woman. I've had some risky, risque dreams um, growing up, which involved women. And I... I'm almost 100% sure I was in love with all my best friends, but I I didn't think much of it because it wasn't what I was seeing. Like I was seeing the couplings I was seeing were male and female. So I, I didn't I didn't really think much of it or I sort of like assumed it's um, what everyone does. Also, I was brought up in an extremely, in an extremely, extremely religious family and my parents are extremely traditional which is something you need to remember for 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 the stories i'm about to tell you um yeah so my parents are extremely religious extremely traditional my mom is a priest and all those things my dad has always been like a church elder all those things um so my greatest concern at that point was fornicating with uh making sure i wasn't fornicating with a man because i would go to hell and also something that's also important is i was reading a lot of um sexual books which i probably shouldn't have been reading in class five class six and even in those books the couplings were male and female and then the if there was any female female 
um, a woman-woman interaction, it would be like a fantasy or it would be overly sexualized. So basically, I didn't give much thought to what was happening in my head until I dated my first girlfriend in 2016. And before I actually asked her to be my girlfriend, because I knew that's where we were going after 13 days of talking in true lesbian fashion, <laughs> um, I knew that that's where we were going. And I was like, am I really ready to do this because it's always only been in my head but now if I date someone I can no longer hide it I didn't see it possible for me to hide it right so once I started dating her that's when the coming out started happening and once people like my brother obviously knew because she would come to my house and then after some time was like okay and then when we broke up at the um women girls would come to the house so I never really did come out officially to my brother it's sort of just like he intuited after seeing things and then yeah he was really cool with it but I had to come out to like I had to come out on social media I had to come out to the men I had dated before who would text me and be like but wait did what what is what does this mean you know a lot of people had a lot of questions. Even people I hadn't dated, just people in general would be like, oh, wait, so you're gay. So you're... Actually, everyone would ask me, so you're bisexual. And I think it was just... It felt easier for me. <laughs> I've talked about this in the episode about labels. It felt easier to be like, yeah, I'm bisexual. And then I transitioned from um, referring to identifying as bisexual to identifying as a lesbian. So I came out to people who asked I came out to people at work because um I think I think that precipitated necessitated huh English is hard as I always say calling all queers English is hard that's our tagline so um something else that really necessitated my coming out was that I used to have a website um, it, was, it was called lindapepper.com. You can't find it online now because we took it down because I couldn't afford to keep it up. But anyway, I for five years, I was running a blog and I was writing about love and romance, basically the things I write about now, the things I talk about all the time. But I was writing about love, romance, being a 20-something, things like that. And um, the more I sort of explored my identity and my sexuality, the more I wanted to write about about it because that's how I express myself. I write. So I couldn't write about it there anymore. And also I couldn't tweet about it because at some point I started saying like I was subbed by a lot of people who were like, we get it, you're gay, we get it. And I was like, okay, fine, I'm yapping on to these people. Because for me it was exciting. It was a really exciting stage of my life. I was exploring so many things. I was learning so many things like straps and Treating and I was basically it was I'm still learning a lot and I was still learning a lot then about being dyke and studs and lesbian and lipstick lesbians I was learning a lot still learning but I was learning a lot it was an exciting phase so I kept wanting to talk about it so that's how I started um Kenyan baby dyke the Twitter account which is now Linda underscore KBD and if you don't know what KBD stands for, it's Kenyan Baby Deck. If you didn't know, if you didn't. Um, so I started that Twitter, which I used to call my queer Twitter, where I could just talk about being queer all the time. And then I started the queer blog, uh, kenyanbabydeck.wordpress.com. And then along the way, I just deactivated and deleted my straight Twitter, then shut down the website because I couldn't um, afford to keep it any longer. And channeled all my energy to... Um, to to the blog, which 
uh, because I was writing and I would, once I write, I like to share the things I write. It was necessary for me to be out. And the longer I, I, the more out I became, the more I felt like this is, this feels right for me. This, it felt right for me to be out. Now, the only problems I had with being out was that I was really scared of disappointing my parents. Based on how I was raised, based on my understanding of my parents, I knew they would not wrap their mind around my being gay. It's not something they would accept. It's not something they would understand. It was like asking, I don't know, it felt like maybe dogs can understand Latin. That's the analogy I wanted to use. I, I wanted to say it would be like, speaking latin to a dog i don't know but basically it was something i didn't think they would understand or even be prepared for in any way shape or form and i was really really terribly scared of hurting them like farm i was so scared i was so anxious all the time i was so nervous all the time because i knew it was gonna happen eventually i didn't think i was gonna keep it a secret because like from the moment you graduate Everyone's always like nudging you to present a husband, you know. And like for me, I would, you know, like there would be like, hey, wait, we never see any of your, any of your boyfriends. But I think they assumed it's because I was a whore, so I didn't have a boyfriend, not because I was gay. And then shock on them, ha ha ha. Anyway, so I was really scared of coming out to them. I was so scared. And why I say it never goes the way you plan is because. I had planned it so many times in my head. I wanted to sit down with them and explain in a very calm tone that this has nothing to do with them. I'm not trying to hurt them. I just, this is who I am and this is how I am living. And, you know, I have a girlfriend now and it doesn't mean that I'm a sinner. It doesn't mean that I am um, disobeying you. This is just who I am. That's how I wanted it to go. I wanted it to be like in in the house, you know, um, calm, like I've prepared my speech and I tell them, um, I'm not trying to disrespect you. And I ask them if they have any questions they want to ask me. That's how I wanted it to go, right? I thought that would be a cute way of coming out, you know, and it would sort of like soften the blow for them. Kumbe, all this while they were suspecting things, someone very close to me sort of hinted at something because uh, they knew and they hadn't taken it well that I was I was gay. So they sort of hinted to my parents or let my parents know, like know enough to figure out that, okay, maybe Linda is gay. So um, a family meeting was called. We were summoned to go up country for Esther for a family meeting whose agenda was not disclosed. And then, well, this is now a full-blown story. Okay, anyway, so we were summoned. But then, I don't know why, but the meeting never happened. And then after Easter, it was Easter last year. After Easter, my 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 mom suggested that we go for dinner in town because uh, she, was, she was in the city at the time. So we go for dinner and conversation happens, the way conversations happen with family. And then it became about birthdays. And um, I talked about how I'm turning 25. And then she said, you're turning 25. And we still haven't seen a boyfriend, you know? And, uh, and then she was like, pause. Are you okay? And she's laughing. And then I laughed, my brother laughed, my dad was quiet, and then we sort of moved on to other topics. 
And then long story short, I finally said um, to answer your question. And then she was like, what question? And then my brother was like, the are you gay question? And my dad looked up and <laughs> you could feel the tension in the room. Um, and he was like, to answer your question, I am gay. And that was a moment of silence. And she said, you must be joking. And we moved on talking about other topics like that did not happen. But of course, um, after that, it was brought up again and again. I broke up with my parents. I, I wrote about that. It's been a long journey. The point is, it's been a long journey, but I did not come out to them the way I wanted to come out to them. I didn't think it would be prompted by a question I was asked. I thought it would be a meeting I have called and we discuss it calmly, not in a restaurant somewhere in Nairobi on Moy Avenue. You know, I thought we would be in Embu, you know, drinking some tea or Uji, you know, Usurua Wukia. You know, like I really had, it didn't go the way I planned. So that's the first thing I know. I wish I knew. The second thing I wish I knew about coming out is that you never stop doing it. In 2016, when I came out, uh, between 2016 and 2018, when I came out to my parents, in that course of time, I came out to so many people because you interact with new people, you get into new situations, you start a new job and you sort of have to come out afresh. You meet new people and you sort of have to come out afresh. That's if you're open to being out. So I've never, you really never stop coming out. And the more you explore and um, play with your, like, get deeper into your sexuality, you might need to come out in different ways. Like, I came out, I finally sort of just sort of eased into telling people, okay, so I am a lesbian. I'm not, um, I'm not bisexual as I had earlier claimed. And the thing with sexuality, I think, I think it's somewhat fluid. And I still don't understand sexuality fully. I can't claim to be any expert, but for me, I think that it's fluid. So I might wake up tomorrow and need to come out as something else because I personally believe in coming out. The third thing I wish I knew or something I learned, this is actually something that I have learned or something that I come to truly, truly believe is that you don't have to come out. It is not necessary for everyone to be out. I know for me it's really important for me to be out, but I understand that it's not necessary and it's not even safe for everyone to be out. For whatever reasons, you can go to your grave without anyone knowing that you were gay and it still doesn't lessen your identity, doesn't make it... There's no a team. There's no award for being out. There's no, there are some rewards to being out, which is for me, uh, being out means I live a lot freely and I, I've met, I got community from coming out. I met so many incredible people. Right now in the job where I'm working, I'm not out, out. I'm not hiding it. I just haven't like um, boldly declared or outwardly declared. I've mentioned my girlfriend to some people um, who maybe take it the way they want to. So I'm not hiding it, but it's, I don't think it's 100% safe for me to be out in the way that I was in Kenya. So yeah, no one has to come out. It's a very individual journey. It's a very, it's a very individual and personal thing. And 
I think there's a need to respect people's decisions when it comes to this. I know there are people who say they can't date someone who's out, which again, personal decision, personal choice. For me, I feel that it's it's very personal and very individual and people should do what they want. And in the same vein, no one should come out for someone. Like even if I disclose to you that I'm, um, I think I might be queer or, or lesbian or bisexual, however I choose to phrase it, you should not disclose that information to anyone else. You should never, I think you should never, ever come out for anyone else. <sighs> See, I've told you a lot of things. <laughs> but basically, those are the things I wish I knew about coming out. Those are the things I have learned about coming out. I think it's important to be safe, first of all, first and foremost. So if it's not safe for you, don't do yeah. it. So yeah, those are the things I've learned. Those are the things I believe about coming out. My question for this episode is, what was your coming out like? If you could describe it in one word. Actually, no, if you could describe it in three words, what was your coming out like? Send me a voice note and then we will play that in episode three. At the beginning of episode three. I'm not sure what we're talking about in episode three. Let me check my notes. I have planned this out until October. So tune in, tune in. Episode oh yeah, episode three is about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. So you can send me. I think I'm gonna put a quiz and then uh not a quiz, um sticker on Instagram that's CAQ content, and then you can send me any questions about sex. <laughs> as if I'm a sex expert, or you can um, give me notes on what you would like us to talk about in the sex episode. Yeah, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please share this with someone who you think might find might find it interesting. And then, what's the other thing? What's the other thing? Please follow us here on SoundCloud at CAQ Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at CAQ Content. And on, you can follow me on Twitter at linda underscore kbd i want the last thing i want you to remember from this episode is that whether you are out or not you're valid your sexuality is still valid and no one should make you feel otherwise all my love till the next episode Mwah.